Hello, Burlington, and welcome to Net Zero Energy. I'm Jennifer Green, Director of Sustainability for the City of Burlington, where our goal is to reduce and eventually eliminate fossil fuel usage. Today, we're pleased to be joined by Dariush Homini. Dariush is the designer and owner of the Micromobile Kitchen, often parked on Pine Street. Let's learn more. Dariush, we're so happy that you're here with us today. Thank you. I think listeners know, they may not know you personally, but of course they know the Micromobile Kitchen. Yeah. And they know uh, that you set up on Pine Street and that you serve lunch to the Burlington community. Tell us about the kitchen because it's special. Yeah, it's definitely special. It's a battery-operated food cart that is street legal. And it's, of course, micro, which it fits in many places that normal food trucks can't uh, fit. And I serve kebabs out of it. So it has griddle, it has a fridge, it has like the serving counter and a little shade and everything you need for uh, serving food out of a cart. But uh, what's interesting about this is that you can drive it. So that's what people, when people see it and when they see the steering wheel and they get all excited, I'm like, oh my God, you drove this. So it's a small food cart that you can drive. With a battery. And it has, uh, yeah, it has 72 volt deep cycle batteries on it, uh, which is enough to get around town. And that's what the whole purpose of this is to serve the neighborhood. And these are actually called neighborhood electric vehicles. And this is a whole sector in the Department Department of Motor Vehicles. Yeah. So why did you decide to go with the battery? I mean, isn't that's pretty non-traditional, right? It is. You know, the food trucks you can see is all the their old, like, mail trucks or, yeah, they're old, diesel, loud. And, uh, well, basically, that's the whole story of how I, I was able to combine food with the battery-operated vehicle. And we understand that you actually built it. I had assumed that your kitchen was pre, you know, made somewhere and shipped to the U.S. for your use. Tell yeah. us about the construction and how you came to, to make it. How it all happened uh, when I moved back to U.S. and Vermont, and which I'm happy that I'm back to Vermont because I went to high school here and uh, really happy to be back here. Uh, I wanted to be in the transportation industry. I studied civil engineering and worked as a civil engineer and a bunch of other jobs, but always, always in my life, I had passion for automobiles. And when I moved back here, I promised myself, you know, I'm going to do what I like to do. And, uh, well, I met a Vermonter woman. And, you know, to impress her, I started cooking for her a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Food and and love. Food and love (laughs) and uh, passion for automobiles basically was the start of this whole micromobile kitchen. I was fortunate with this all battery operated vehicles coming up and the bicycles and the whole excitement about batteries and electric vehicles. And that gave me an opportunity to actually have a confidence of building something that I can understand. So did you, well, tell us about Generator. You have a relationship with Generator. That's where you physically put it together. But did you buy the pieces from somewhere and assemble it with the battery and... Yeah, well, this one is a this one is definitely is one of those cards that it, every piece of it comes from a different vehicle, and just to learn it, like the suspension comes from a different vehicle, the chassis comes from a, a neighborhood electric vehicle, and the cap comes from something else, and it's just put together, 
and generator was amazing uh, i was able to be a member over there and uh, basically found as you know having a good teammates is the best to be able to make any project happen and uh, i was able to find the best welders that i actually i, I still work with them right now and uh, a lot of mentors in generator to be able to actually make this happen and the space of yeah, course it's yeah. really awesome so you pieced meal together your cart with from other sources and then where'd you get the battery from well, the batteries are uh, basically something like a golf cart, but it's uh, it has more batteries and more uh, amps. Uh, basically, it's uh, six 12-volt deep cycle batteries, and uh, they're 72 volts. So not only are you moving around town without fossil fuels, there are other benefits. Noise, talk about it. What are the other benefits of your cart? Uh, one of the benefits is actually just serving in quiet and peace. Um, well, I can ha I can give you an example. I was at Switchback with a really famous singer, and uh, it was four or five of us uh, serving food, and I was the one there first. And there was nice music. I was serving my food, and then a truck came, and the only space for that truck was really closer to the singer. And yeah, there was some complaints about. You know, the noise, you know, there's a lot of noise in the generators of the old food trucks. And uh, that caused a different uh, experience for the customers. No, I can imagine. And the pollution and smell, too. The pollution and the smell. And they sometimes have to uh, basically start the gener generators, start for energy. And there's a little black smoke comes out of it all of a sudden. And uh, another fun thing about the cart is that I've, I've been able to situate it in the spaces that no other cart can. Uh, basically, if you have a trailer, you have to tow the trailer with your truck and then you have to unload it, then you have to push it. So basically, you have so much power to situate it anywhere. Or if you have a big truck, there's no space for uh, to park it in the green spaces or the places you can't go. Uh, for example, I, I, I was set up right in the middle of the Binuski Circle. I don't think any other food trucks actually been in in there. I was set up right on the the train station in the balcony. You know, I, I have I sometimes imagine these in the elevator going on people's rooftops and serve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, trying to get smaller and smaller and greener mm -hmm. and greener, and simple, simple design and uh, friendly. So when we spoke the other day, you talked about plans to expand and you talked about people wanting to tap your expertise to bring micro mobile food to their own communities. Tell us about those connections and who's reaching out to you. The first person who reached out to me was my cousin who owns a lot of restaurants in Houston and they wanted to expand and serve uh, the universe, Rice University in Houston and uh, Basically, I found that a lot of people interested in on this card. Every day I serve maybe 50% I talk about the Iranian-style kebabs and 50% I talk about the cart. <laughs> uh, people love it. People love the, how the cart looks and um, the functionality of the cart. Basically, I really see these carts to become a part of the community. You know, as they call it, neighborhood electric vehicles. But these, these are not for transportation, like going from one house to another or a store, but it's more like a neighborhood electric commercial vehicles. I hope that uh, people can see the value of this and to see how they can 
basically do something that they like to do in a small, uh, friendly, uh, sustainable way and uh, serve the community and basically uh, make some money while they're doing it with mm-hmm. it. And that's the, that's the whole uh, concept around this. So are you selling the carts or no? I would love to be able to sell the carts right now. Uh, we're working on the... The second prototype of the vehicle, which this one is now, is all designed by ourselves from chassis up, from the suspension to the chassis and to the cab and the functionality and the design of the whole car. We, we of course, got help from UVM students and a lot of help from just local designers and industrial designers. I really want, I'm really waiting to see if this whole concept of neighborhood electric commercial vehicle will work in this town. And I'll see if I would be able to sell the cars or maybe offer the same kind of business to a different cities as of leasing the cars. So I actually don't know. But yes, the plan is to manufacture more of these and have people do their business on them. Yeah. yeah, I mean, especially in a small town. You don't need to go far. You can set up shop and you're good to go. And exactly. Of course, you're not using uh, fossil fuels, which is all about Burlington's transition. You know, we're looking to transition away from fossil fuels. Tell us about the battery and the charging and what's required to charge and, and where you do that. Of course. Uh, well, these are, since it's a small vehicle and it's 72 volt, uh, you can just charge it on a 110 volt uh, plug. But you could uh, also put a fast charger on it if you need to. But the fast charger would have to be a lithium, actually. You can't put it on a uh, deep cycle battery. So this one's have this deep cycle and you just plug it into the wall. The cart is mobile, thanks to the battery and electricity. The cooking is propane and eventually you'd like to transition that out as the technology develops. Right. And I'm and I'm and I'm serving kebabs. You could also you could you could turn to the rice cookers and the different cuisine that would be all um, batteries. But now I'm I'm using a griddle and fire. And right, th- right. that's why I have to use the propane. Yeah. Right. So Dariush, I think we first Invited you to BED for the Net Zero Energy Festival. We had our first one last year. Second annual is coming up on September 23rd, 10 to 2, here at 585 Pine. We think you'll be there. Is that right? Oh, yes. I'm so excited to come there. And actually, I, uh, I'm planning to advertise for it so all my customers uh, from Farmer's Market come and check it out. Well, And tell us a little bit about your following. So I do see you on Saturday mornings at the Farmer's Market. But I think you're also... Are you... Monday through Friday lunchtime? How can people find you now that they're hungry having listened to you talk about kebabs? I usually update my customers on my Instagram page or Facebook page where I am serving just because I am am the cook and also I serve the food. And there's a lot of events to attend. So I'm not on Pine Street every day, but I'll let my customers know if I am or not or where I, I will be setting up. And I just lastly, I'm just curious about how you learned to cook. Just by watching my mom, uh-huh. I would say, and having good food at home and trying to replicate that. And then you fell in love with the Vermonter, which enabled you to really hone I had your to skills. Impress. <laughs> I had to impress with all my cooking. Yeah. <laughs> well, we all benefit from that. So that's a good thing. Thank you. It was really great to talk to you, John. We appreciate you coming here. Thank you, John. Thank you again for listening to Net Zero Energy. If you have any questions about this podcast 
or what BED offers regarding incentives, rebates, or technological support, look for us at burlingtonelectric.com or call us at 802-865-7300. You can also follow us on Facebook. We're always here to help and look forward to engaging with you on our mutual path to net zero energy.